you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront of making disciples, of indoctrination in godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. J-Mac and Sherry B are on tap to help us navigate the show, and we appreciate them. We're going to get around to taking some of your phone calls. Um, Before we get into the show, just a couple things. We want to um, keep you up to date on several announcements, but also, and I'll do this again before we start to get into the program. Today is one of those shows where we need to give you a disclaimer. It's not going to be suitable for young listeners, and I apologize for that. Um, I understand that we have families uh, that listen to this program together and and sometimes people are listening in different areas where they have their kids with them. So I just want to uh, give you this disclaimer and put it firmly in place because we are going to be discussing some topics that are suitable for young listeners at the same time. And I'll remind you of this as we get closer to the content at the same time. Uh, this is information that is being directed at children. Yeah. So it it is a huge conflict. I got to tell you. And you know, there are things that we look at and we're like, man, can we, can we tell parents about that? Like, can we talk about that? And then we go, this is sensitive information, but then it's like, but this is for kids. Right. It's, it's, this is what kids are being presented with in their schools. Right. And so um, we will talk about it. We will continue to warn you. And uh, we'll just give you a disclaimer. You know, we we understand that not all kids are being exposed to this type of content as well. They shouldn't. And so we don't want to, um, you know, injure the trust That's that right. we have. Uh, so we want to be very careful. But I, I will tell you with all sobriety that this is a program that is not suitable for young listeners. And so I want you to take the, the, the proper precaution there. Um, Anyway, but before that, before that, though, we do have some announcements that we want to make you aware of. Yes, yes. Email us at addisons at AFR.net, addisons at AFR.net. Follow us on Facebook. Just search Erin Addisons. You can follow us on uh, YouTube as well. You can watch the show live, live broadcast right now. Go to Facebook. Uh, I'm not sure if we're up on YouTube, yeah. but and, okay, on YouTube as well. Um, also, we have our last date night coming up in Little Rock, Arkansas. If you want more information about that, just go to our marriagefamilylife.net uh, uh, website and you can get more information about how to register. We need you to register because we need to know how many people are coming so we can be ready for that. Uh, also, we have some great news. American Family Association will no longer be canceled by, can- by the cancel culture. Yay. are banned from speaking the truth because we have our <laughs> own streaming that will be available uh, coming November. And so be looking out for that. If you want more information about that, uh, you can, let's see, go to afa.net. But it, it would be a, a subscription thing. It's free for everyone. But if you're a Great Commission partner, those who, who make a monthly donation of any amount, it will have unlimited access, unlimited. So it's all information 
to all the content on the platform. So just be looking out for that. Coming in November, it's going to be a great thing. We need things like that. Don't you agree? I agree 110. percent okay. I was I was trying to uh, I was trying to clear a cough. Oh, oh. Right at that okay, moment. Well, I mean, it's no. fine. It's, well, it's just awkward sometimes. You, just to. I mean, if you got to have to uh, clear it some sometimes more. Sometimes you just I can't have help more it. announcements. You have to, Okay, I'm good. I think I got it now. Sorry. (laughs) Live radio. There's uh, no cute way to do it. I want to remind people about our by design challenge, uh, the the daddy daughter date night, which I still have to fulfill. Uh, (laughs) But uh, that's this uh, the date night for October. And so we will have another challenge. Actually, we had a meeting this morning talking about the next challenge. It's going to be a great one as well. But you can. Take this daddy daughter challenge and make sure you go and post so your fun. pictures on our uh, by design Facebook page. Uh, hashtag daddy daughter date night. Have and you so, decided if you're going to do uh, both of them at the same time, take them out no, together? Or are you going to do individually? We had this conversation. I know. Dinner. Individually, I think. I think I have to do yeah. it individually. Okay. You know, unless I'm ultra pressed for time and I have to take like, both of y'all gotta come let's go <laughs> sort of like how what you did with me if it's like well, the well, day huh? before it's over it wasn't the day before was it nah nah okay. I still I still had a few days are you trying to put me out like that man well no man, I don't think wow. that's accurate but it was the day before come on man yeah. no no it wasn't <laughs> what we'll do is run the tape back when the show is over wow wait like we won't, I was won't, it? no, cause come on. No, it couldn't no. have been. I don't want to be a constant drip. I don't want you on the edge of a roof. So <laughs> I'm just going to say, oh, okay. And then we talk about huh. it later. Like that's just okay. kind of how those things are best served. Uh, it's not that you're wrong. It's just that I'm right. <laughs> that makes me wrong. Okay. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> okay. You said right. it. No, right. I'm kidding. We can talk about it later. Um, it's no. not the it's not the time or the place for public disagreement, <laughs> Will. <laughs> I, I'm just I just don't think it was like the day before. I mean Okay. I think I had you a couple best, days. Dear. You yeah, know best, I do. dear. I'm let me check and see. I think I have on shoes. Yes, I do. I'm wearing <laughs> shoes today. Um, still, you're right. <laughs> All right. Cookies will be done in a few minutes. Um, no, I'm joking. That's just a joke, everybody. We're okay. You're okay. Everybody's okay listening. Um, uh, so so the Daddy Daughter Date Night is yes. the challenge for October. Yes. You have until the end of October to, to meet that challenge. Yes, and, and go check out the By Design page, afa.net slash by design. But also look up By Design. If you're on Facebook, Look up our page and, uh, you know, yeah, like the page. Go ahead and like yes. that page, you know? Yes. Yeah. Very good. All right. All right. Man, I, you know, I, I really, I, I want to have a, a, a careful conversation today. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I want to reissue the disclaimer that if you are tuning in, um, today's program is not going to be suitable for young listeners. So I want to encourage you to um, protect your kids, which is the reason that we're doing this show um, we're doing this mm. show so that parents will be aware of what's going on yeah. and will protect their kids. Uh, but one of the things that I think is so important, and I, I want to say this because we encourage activism. We encourage um, we encourage parents to be involved and to know what's going on, to understand what their kids are being taught, to understand right. the onslaught of the culture and the media. But I, what I don't want is I don't want the encouragement toward activism to be mistaken for the wrong thought, the wrong thought mm. that the culture in some way will come to help your children, mm. that you can push in such a way that you're going to 
turn the culture toward uh, wanting to help your right. children. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yep. So today's show is the culture isn't coming to help your children. Mm. And I and I, I want to make that point, um, you know, very strongly, yeah. uh, as always, very carefully. I um, want to bring in a couple of stories, but then also want to bring in several clips that we want you to listen to just so that you can understand the ultimate point of, of, of what we're saying today is that when the rubber meets the road, right, um, the culture is not coming to help your kids. Mm. When, when our kids are in trouble, the first line of defense is what comes to their aid. And this has always been true, but for us, unfortunately, we have thought that we lived in a pretty, you know, um, safe or sterile environment mm -hmm. uh, in the United States of America. And so we thought that in some ways, you know, we we could we could trust the culture. And I don't want to personify the culture. I understand that culture is made up of people and culture changes and shifts over time. And, and that's I mean, those are all facts. Yeah. But the, the culture that we're living in right now, the culture that we're living in right now is not coming to help your children and, mm. and need to understand that because you don't want to mistake your activism for some sort of like the, you know, belief that you're putting in place a protective mechanism for your kids. You are the protective mechanism Come on. for your kids. It doesn't matter how much work you do out in culture. I want you to understand that the culture is not changing to the point where mm. it is going to help your kids. Like That's you, right. The, I, I just want people to understand and that because sometimes go ahead. I'm saying Rick. you've been put in, in this position by God too. To That's be right. The one that is to protect your, your children. Yes. Yes. And, and, and the reason I'm saying that is because there's some really good things that we're seeing happen mm -hmm. uh, where, where parents are really showing up yeah. and parents are doing what, you know, some people are trying to call radical things that to, you know, we, <laughs> the word we use for that is parenting. Yeah. Um, parents are parenting. Right. right. Okay. It's not radical. It's right. not on fire parenting. That's basic parenting, right? They are protecting their kids. They are uh, learning what their kids are being taught and they are rejecting what they don't want their kids to be taught. They are removing their kids from the public school system um, in droves in droves. And they're consistently being encouraged to do so, um, especially in areas where you see um, they're revealing their hand in total that you have no control. Yeah. You have, we don't even care about what you're saying, looking at you, Virginia, like we don't, we don't even care um, about parents' interest in schools. We have no, um, no intent of, you know, to, to let you come in here and, and, and tell us what to teach your kids. You, you give up your parental rights when you drop them off at 730, 8, 8 a.m. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and they're ours until you pick them up or they, they take the bus home. So what I'm saying to you today is that the culture isn't coming to help your children. In fact, uh, just the opposite is true. The culture has come to attack your children. And, and I understand that people hear that. And, and there's just sort of like there is a, a wake up call that happens. And why is there a wake up call? Because for many of us, we kind of thought that if we could just um, if, if we could just do a little bit more in this area or a little bit more in that area, that somehow we would get ourselves back to Mayberry. And mm. I've been saying for several years now, <laughs> several years now, we're not going back to Mayberry. Right. You're never again going to get a nickel pop. Like it's yeah. just not happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're or a quarter, you know, um, unless it's subsidized, like you're just not going to get, <laughs> you're not going to get that. And so why am I saying that? I'm saying that because even while you work and labor and you parent and you do what God leads you to do, and that's our encouragement, Aaron, the Addison's, what you'll hear coming from us mm -hmm. is to do what God leads you to do. We trust the Holy spirit to lead his people. Amen. 
In fact, that marks you as being a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, that's right. that the Holy Spirit leads you. I mean, that's a mark that you're in the body. And so we trust the Lord to do that. But I don't want that to be confused with um, if you're active, if you're doing things, thinking that you are creating a culture that is then going to come and help your kids. They're just not going to do that. That's not what the culture is set up to do. Um, and and, and I, have, I have some Bible reference, too, that comes to mind when we think about um, – the people that make up our culture largely today. All right. Mm. I know people are going to say I'm hateful and narrow minded, but get in line. I mean, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Get in line. So, so again, disclaimer, um, content not suitable for young listeners. So if you have young listeners present, please occupy them in another place. And I'm, I'm going to be very careful here. I don't want to offend any of our listeners, but I want you to understand that this is what our kids are being uh, faced with. And then the natural um, overflow of this or the outflow of this type of indoctrination is going to be another story that we couple with this. So mm. just come with us here for a second. We'll be very careful, um, but we will be uh, factual, right? Amen. Amen. So here is a story from the Daily Signal. And again, this is to the point that the culture isn't coming to help your children. Do not be deceived. Don't think that. Um, as much activism as you put forth. Now, you're doing the right thing, but do not think that you are creating a culture that is then going to say, oh, man, we've gotten it so wrong. Now, let us turn to godly biblical values. That is, that's not <laughs> going to happen. Right. Okay, um, so so here we go. A Fairfax County public school system survey um, will ask children as young as 13 years old to anonymously answer questions about their sex lives. Um <laughs> drug and alcohol consumption and intimate details of their family life. Now, when you just have sort of that blanket kind of those subjects, you know, you just, you think, okay, I don't want my kid to be asked these kinds of questions, but so far so good. <clears throat> I'll continue. The school system administers the survey to students in the eighth, 10th and 12th grades each fall and a separate survey is administered to the sixth graders, and it doesn't contain questions about sexuality or gender. So these students in Fairfax County, Virginia, public school system, are slated to take this survey um, next month in November. Now, both of the surveys caution the students that they are not to include their names. So the students do not attach their names to this survey. Um, and the students, based on what the survey says, are not forced to answer questions they're uncomfortable with. When we get back on the other side of the break, I'm going to share with you some of the questions that kids as young as 13 will be asked next month in Fairfax County, Virginia, public school system. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio will be right back. Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Um, we appreciate you listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And that's Jennifer Meckle. Great God. Uh, Sherry B. and J. Mack both on tap to help us navigate the show. We appreciate them. We'll open the phone lines up to you so that you can comment on what we're talking about today. I want to double back to the disclaimer that I've put in place. 
Um, we do that because we love you and we love your children. And in attempting to warn you to protect your children, we don't want to uh, be guilty of not protecting your children. Right. And so I, I hope that our listeners take the disclaimer seriously and just say, like I do when I listen to programs that normally I could listen to with the kids, um, if there's a disclaimer that's issued, I turn it down. I don't even wait to see. Um, I just turn it down and I say, you know what, I'll pick up with this later. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes I'll tell you I'm in the vehicle with the kids and I'll get groans. It's like, oh, what? I mean, and I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And so until I know, and it may be something where I go later. Yeah, we've already talked about this, so I'm OK. Right, I trust the right. person who's presenting the content. But there there may be the time that I that they it's not something that I've broached with them. And right. so um, I appreciate the disclaimer. And I give the disclaimer with the same appreciation that I receive them. You know what I mean? So so just don't don't risk it and just listen to the podcast later, which, by the way, you can listen to all of our shows um, at your leisure whenever you want um, by getting the podcast. Um, OK, so. Fairfax County, Virginia schools next month uh, will be administering a survey to kids as young as 13. Um, so it's eighth grade, 10th grade and 12th grade. And they mm-hmm. do this each fall. And. This survey will ask kids as young as 13, all right, um, questions about sexuality. Yeah. Okay. Now, again, the kids can answer anonymously. And I, I'm, I'm building a case here. I'm going to uh, tie this all together and, and give you uh, even an example of why the culture isn't coming to help your children. I have proof of this. The culture isn't coming to help, help your children, I, you know. Um, but I want you to understand this is what we are crafting in school. And then when the fallout of what we craft in school takes place, um, the culture does not come to help your kids. Right. Like they're not coming. They they will create the type of society that they want. But when the animalistic society that they have wanted to create, OK, turns into a jungle, when it turns into a jungle, mm-hmm. uh, they're not showing up. They're not coming. They're not coming to help your kids. It's, right. it's back on you as it's always been. Right. Um, but it's back on you. So they will, um, and I use this word loosely, but they will rob you or wrestle away from you your parental rights. But then when the jungle that they have desired is realized, okay, then they, it's your, it back to you. You understand <laughs> right. what I'm saying? It's back to you. Right. That, that's your kid. Man. You you got to deal with the fallout. Mm-hmm. So again, so this survey is going to be issued um, next month. And uh, the kids are able to, um, to answer anonymously, parents can opt their kids out of right. this if they right. know that it's happening. Right. Little word, big implication if they, they have know. have a deadline to do it. You they know, have so a deadline. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. When the moon is just above the top building <laughs> in Fairfax, man. then you can opt your kid out. Now, I'm joking, but okay. So, so here we go. The typical age of the eighth grader is about 13 years old. And so about 13 years old will be the age of kids at, uh, answering some of these questions okay Mm -hmm. so there's a specific section in this survey on sexual behavior again warning disclaimer this is not suitable for young kids but this these are the questions that will be asked of kids as young as 13 years old all right um have you here here, here's the question okay have you ever had sexual intercourse the section includes the following questions how old were you when you had sexual intercourse for the first time imagine 13 year olds 14 year olds okay During your life, with how many people have you had sexual intercourse? During the past three months, with how many people have you had sexual intercourse? Did you drink alcohol or use drugs before you had sexual intercourse the last time? 
And the last time that you had sexual intercourse, did you or your partner use a condom? These are the questions that are on this survey that are being placed in front of children (laughs) that they will respond to. The last time you had sexual intercourse, what one method did you or your partner use to prevent pregnancy? This question allows students to choose from the following options. I have never had sexual intercourse. No method was used to prevent pregnancy, birth control pills, condoms, an IUD or an implant, a shot, a patch, a birth control ring. There's another option given there. I won't mention it because I, you know, even (laughs) for me, it's just difficult. Okay. And then the other one, not sure. Then there's another question for the 13 year olds. Have you ever had oral sex? Guys, these, these are our children, right? These are the questions that are presented to them that they will be answering if their parents are not alert and do not opt them out. So I I guess the question that parents are asking now is like, why do you, why, why, why are you doing all this? That's the question. And, and here's the thing. Interestingly enough. So Fairfax County schools um, have responded saying that the information is not attached to kids. However, I don't think it matters In the data mining culture that we live in, Mm -hmm. I don't think you have to have a specific name. All you have to have are trends. All you need to know is that this generation, Gen Z, that's what we're talking about, okay, that this generation, one, is engaging in sexual activity, the type of sexual activity that they're engaging in. Are they using contraception? Like this, this is what we're talking about when we talk about data mining, gathering all of this information. And then, so what do you do? Now you can craft and shape a message to this group of people to Mm. this age group this becomes a um sort of a survey that that has broad reaching implications Mm. why because you're looking at ages you don't need the person's name and so i think a a parent and and i want to say this respectfully a parent does himself or herself a disservice by saying well i mean they don't know that it's my kid it doesn't matter right (laughs) it doesn't this is not about it being you know john smith's kid right this is this is not about billy smith Right. This is about 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 year olds, mm-hmm. 18 year olds. The Generally speaking, they're, they're yeah. trends. Yeah. What what what? And, and, and I, you know, I don't mean to sound like I have a white lab coat and a gray streak through my hair, you know, <laughs> but I do feel like these questionnaires turn into is the serum working? Is it working? <laughs> like, are we creating right. the culture that we want? Are we mm. getting the results that we want? I look, I, I am not nice with these people. Yeah, I am not. I, I think it's it's buffoonery for us to sit around and to think, oh, they really genuinely care about the mental health of our children, that they care about the purity of our children. Remember, I told you that the conversations about consent is a lie. It is a right. misnomer. Right. So we, we hear this word and we think that what is being taught to our kids is that they are to abstain. But remember, in a context where you don't teach abstinence. Hmm. Wait, but you teach consent. You're what you're conditioning the kid. And then you tell the kid that the kid is autonomous. <laughs> you, you tell the kid that the kid has body autonomy, that you can do whatever you want. And, and also remember, and you can consent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Got that. So no need and for now, parents and, and authority. You do what you want. Boom. However you feel. Boom. That's it. That's it. And so when we look around and please, guys, remember that this generation, that this questionnaire, that this survey goes to remember that this generation is the least religious generation in the history of this country. Mm -hmm. 
So when you ask the question, like people say, man, we're losing our country. You know, people get a picture of like Chuck Schumer. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so, I, I really hate to tell you that Nancy Pelosi is not a threat to you. I really hate to tell you like, and I want to be really nice here. Okay. But it is not the outgoing generation that is the destruction of the country. Please understand like it. What, where is, where is the thread held? Okay, like it is always sort of like right there on the cusp of the next generation as they transition Mm. into positions of leadership, as they transition. The question is, what are their morals? It's not the outgoing that you need to worry about what their morals were. (laughs) It's the incoming. The question is, what are their morals as they move into positions of power, as they begin to shape law and craft messages? What is it that their convictions are? And then fast forward, zoom in, do your Google Maps down here, Fairfax County, Virginia. This is an example. This is an illustration of where they want to go in our country, where kids as young as 13 are asked these questions. And then what's the harm? You say, well, if my kid's not doing it, then what's the harm my kid being asked this question? Because now you have normalized it in the context of education. Mm. Now it's just this is just common conversation. Everybody talks about oral sex. Every, that's just I mean, everybody. Everybody knows this, right? And and this is what the government school system assumes about your children. This is why they march into your school's libraries <laughs> and carefully place books on the shelf. Come on, man! With titles like gender queer mm-hmm. and lawn boy. Right. Look them up. Look them up. Kansas, North Carolina, Texas, all dealing with this right now because parents discovered that these books were assigned reading to their advanced placement students. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, I, I, I guys, I'm, I'm from New Orleans. OK, <laughs> so excuse me f- for a second. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to double back down to the big easy just to say it this way. OK, keep my kid dumb if that's what advanced placement reading requires. <laughs> I'm, and I'm joking when I say you you guys understand. Right, I'm, right. I, right. But what I'm saying is here you have the kids. It's like, hey, if you guys are in advanced placement, these are the mm-hmm. cream of the crop right here. This is required reading. Guys, d- do you understand? And, and again, what's my point? What's my point? My point is that they are creating a jungle. My point is that they are creating animals. They, they first of all tell them that they're not made in the image of God, that they've evolved from animals. So what they, they are just highly developed animals. And then they tell them that they have sexual urges that they should not be meant, uh, made to control. And then they say, and you actually, you have people who feed you, but they're just the leaders of your pack. You actually can leave the pack whenever you want. Like you don't, you don't actually have to submit to those people. You, I mean, you have body autonomy. Mm. And then they and then and, and then they say you have the right to consent, but then they've taught them yes and everything. Right? And so then what happens is when the jungle manifests, so so let's just say, let's just say, and, and then also let's stay in um let's stay in Virginia because it's a hotbed right now. I think it's a microcosm, actually. I I, I really think that it has become sort of a petri dish. A petri dish where we can look down and kind of see what happens when you experiment on the innocence of children. Yeah, this is this is what it is. You can see all of the little microbes moving around. And then, oh, also this year we see that there was actually sexual assault here. So you've got a 14 year old student in Loudoun Loudoun County School District who said that he was uh, gender fluid. And sexually assaulted. A teenage girl in a bathroom. Right. Now you say, Mickey, what do you mean <laughs> gender fluid? Well, he was wearing a dress. 
Mm, he had a skirt on. Mm. Okay, he had a skirt on. And, and, and so he identified that day. Now, think about the insanity. <clears throat> think about the insanity, the insanity that is gender fluid. Gender fluid. Today, <laughs> I'm a boy. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm a girl. Uh, the day after that, I'm a shim, a Z, a them, a, a they, okay? Whatever it is, however you you choose. And so you will accommodate me with a personal bathroom stall, a personal bathroom, a private use bathroom. Nope, nope. With access to whichever bathroom I choose. Now, here we go. The jungle is being created. Yeah. And then when a young girl is attacked, then... The cry is, hey, guys, this is a Me Too moment, right? <laughs> this is the culture, guys. This is See, this is where if the culture were coming, this is where they would show up. Right. Right? Remember, right. guys? Like, right. you, y- y'all remember yeah. Brett Kavanaugh? Mm-hmm. Remember, like, yeah. Yeah. Y- you remember people like protest? Okay, so so <laughs> if the culture were coming, guys, understand. This is their moment right here. This is their moment. And this is why I said, I said, man, I said years ago, guys, I'm so glad it's on. It's, I'm so glad that it is preserved because you can go back and you can check my social media footprint. You can check what we have done on this show for years. I said the church does not need to use hashtags. We have the word of God. We don't need to reduce our faithfulness to the Lord to hashtags. This is ridiculous. And what I mean by that is not that you can't use a hashtag and something, but right. saying that you align yourself under a hashtag. Right. Right. So the church started talking about me too and church too and all of this. And what is the church going to do in the midst of the me too movement? What? Why is that a conversation when the church already has ethics, Come on. morality, Come on. how we conduct ourselves toward the opposite sex? The, the Bible has already laid this out for us. We already have a manual while the world is scrambling for one and needing to coalesce under um, hashtags or around hashtags. Then the, the church, but, but really the church with its identity crisis, not knowing who we are in Christ, not it not being enough that Christ has purchased us. What do we do? We're like, I need a hashtag too. <laughs> and so, so here we are. If, if the culture were coming because, because um, morality, let's mm-hmm. say, right. If the, if the culture were coming because hashtag goodness or moral or virtuous, then the culture would show up right right here. Yeah. But uh, the daily signal, the daily signal reached out to a number of prominent advocacy groups regarding this young girl who was sexually violated in Virginia, Loudoun County, Virginia. They reached out to Planned Parenthood, Emily's List, the Women's March, Time's Up Now, the <laughs> Center for Reproductive Rights, the <laughs> National Abortion Rights Action League, and the American Civil Liberties Union. And you want to know who responded to them? To you know, Just to comment, like, do you guys, like, how can we come to the aid of this family? You want to know who responded? Nobody. Mm. Nobody. Mm. Fox News covered it, but other of the, the, the quote-unquote mainstream media? Um, nobody. No, no. And, and you know why? Because... Because the culture is not coming to help you. Mm. They were never coming to help you. It was all a ruse. It was it was it was all a sham. They were never coming to help you, even as they tried to like you know wax moral and 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 tried to make you feel all convicted. Why isn't your church having a Me Too summit? A what? Why isn't your church having a Me Too summit? Because we're busy at Bible study. <laughs> a Me Too summit. Well, some of them did. Some some big ones. <laughs> Man. They were never coming to help. They never really cared. Their movement wasn't anchored in a fear of God. 
but those who are discerning already knew that. We'll grab the break. Aaron the Addison, stay right there. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in hell, bless obey this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones he came to save. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison on American Family Radio. Appreciate you listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Anthony Evans and Christ Alone. I want to move as quickly as I can through the clips that we have here so that we have some time to get your thoughts and your reactions. I will tell you again, we are currently under a uh, disclaimer (laughs) warning. Um, (laughs) Sorry, announcement. Because of the content that we're discussing, it's not suitable for young ears. Although I will tell you, um, I almost feel like I need to tell you just for my own conscience sake. Right. Like why? Why are we forced to talk about this? Why are we forced to talk about this? Because this is being forced onto our children. That's right. This this is being presented to our children. And yet in order for me to tell you that this is being presented to our children, I have to warn you not to have your children present because (laughs) it's not suitable. It's guys, you know. So. So anyway, today's show, the culture isn't coming to help your children. Um, this has been proven here most recently, and I want to I want to walk you through a few clips. Will the Great grab some clips for us? Um, it's just really uh, very disheartening to listen to. I want to give you just a little bit of setup here. Uh, back in May, a man by the name of Scott Smith, uh, who lives in Virginia, his daughter attended or attends Loudoun County uh, School there in Virginia. Uh, this family is a plumbing contracting family, mm-hmm. right? They 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 he's he's a he's a plumbing contractor. Like right. They're years. just this, going yeah. al- going along, minding their own business. Last right. 20 years. Right. They're helping the community. And then back in May, his daughter is assaulted. And um, in June in June, I believe he shows up at a school board meeting and they like wrestle this man down to the ground. And we wanted you to hear from him uh, this month. He was interviewed uh, by a local Virginia uh, news outlet. And we wanted you to hear from him. And, and then if we have time, have a conversation around it. If not, we'll just go right to your phone calls. But uh, here, here is the setup uh, where you hear Scott Smith talking about his intent for um, attending the school board meeting. This is clip one. Scott, first of all, I want to talk about why did you go to that school board meeting where you were arrested? I went to that school board meeting because my daughter had been sexually assaulted a few weeks prior. I'd never been to a school board meeting before. I'd only seen it on TV. I wanted to go see what all the nonsense was all about that I'd been seeing and reading about. I wanted to see it in real life because my family had just unfortunately been pulled into this nightmare. Up until then, had you talked to any other school officials about what happened? No. Well, I mean, you know, we talked to school officials when it happened, um, but no, they abandoned us. So was your intention to speak to the board there or was your intention just to go and observe what was going on? My intention was to just go and observe what was going on. Um, However, once I got in there, I'd never been to a school board meeting again. So once I got there, I did have two different colored tickets and I was told one of them was to speak. But, you know, it's... uh, the thing went chaotic. Right. Did you want to speak or not? No, not really. Uh, but I will tell you that after, you know, watching the first 10 speakers that I, you know, it sounds like the deck was stacked. 
it made me quite emotional, you know, hearing speaker after speaker after speaker basically say what had happened to my daughter wasn't not her directly, but you know, that there was no danger. You know, this is not a narrative or whatever. So you, you uh, heard people speak over and over again that the school was safe and that's what got you um, emotional. Yes, I was very emotional, but not emotional to the point of, you know, being taken down to the ground. Um, I mean, there was people sitting next to me. Everyone was fine. So 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 this is this is the picture of the quote unquote domestic terrorist. Right. This is this is the mm -hmm. picture of the man who needs to be investigated. You, look at this is what we're standing against here. Look mm -hmm. at this man. He's got to be taken wow. down by local security. But what they don't tell you is that his daughter has been violated and he's sitting there and he's listening to people gaslight him. Right. He's listening to people <laughs> tell him, um, you know, this narrative here about kids being unsafe, this is horrible. And and, and he's sitting there and he's going, wait a minute. <laughs> no, this my daughter's a person. Right. She exists. She's real. Man. Can can you imagine that? No. Man, I wanna okay, <laughs> right. I know. I want to say so much more, but I want to make sure we get to the clips and have time for phone calls. I'll give you the number if you want to kind of time it and then get queued up. We got a couple more clips here. 888-589-8840-888-589-8840. Let's go with clip three, Will. Did you, did you notify the school or did the school notify you of the assault? The school notified us which assault? The, the initial assault with your daughter. Oh, the initial assault, we were notified on the phone that our daughter had been beat up in the girls' bathroom by a male. Nothing about sexual assault. Uh, when we arrived at the school, my wife arrived first. They sequestered her into a little office with a guidance counselor. My wife has reported that they, my wife, my daughter, and the guidance counselor were not allowed to talk about what had happened. They just sat there in silence. And my wife and daughter had to communicate with hand signals and stuff just to figure out what was going on. I'm sorry, what? What? You're, you're, what? Yeah, what? Sit in silence. What? You couldn't talk about what happened. Like, using what is hand this? signals. What? Guys, this, oh this is. Fact. Listen, listen to this. This is not. And what happens when they walk into the bathrooms pretending and then they this is not a, this is not this is not. Um, um, let's let's uh, let's give a hypothetical situation here. No, this is what happened. All right. Let's go. Let's go with clip four here. Did they reveal to you that it was the sexual assault and did they say they would handle it internally and no not contact the police? Nobody would reveal that it was a sexual assault that day. Did, they, did the district ever suggest they wanted to handle it internally and not contact the police, as far as you know? Say that one more time. Did anybody from the school suggest to you, let's handle this internally in the school and not contact the police? It wasn't suggested verbally. It was suggested by their actions. Um, can you imagine showing up to a school and finding out that your daughter had just been sodomized and wondering why there isn't an ambulance at the school and sheriff's officers. And the funny thing is, is I thought the sheriff was there at first, right? Because the SRO says sheriff on the front, but it became apparently obvious to me within minutes that he was reporting to the principal. 
first and foremost. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but that's what was appeared to me. And basically, when I realized that that sheriff wasn't going to help me, you know, I made such a scene that the principal chose to direct someone in the office to call 911 on me because the parent was out of control. The sheriff's department showed up like a SWAT team and escorted me, my wife, and my daughter off the property. So your child wow. has been sexually violated, and you show up, and you got the student resource officer who, as you heard Mr. Smith say, is answering to the principal. He, he's thinking, okay, really, we got law enforcement here, so, so, but nope, nope, the SRO is there protecting the interest of the school. And what's the interest of the school? The interest of the school is not the child who's just been sodomized. The interest of the school is the agenda. Mm-hmm. The interest of the school is their political position. The culture is not coming to help you. The culture is not coming to help you. The culture has no interest in saving your kids or sparing your kids the jungle that it has created. How do you have a kid? How do you have a child who has been sexually violated and there's no ambulance? There's no, like you're sitting there and, and, and you're, you're at a, what, it's a therapy session where we're, the therapy is that we all keep quiet here? You know, we didn't have time to give you the entire interview. I mean, obviously, but I mean, there's some things that Mr. Smith says in this interview. You know, he says he he was battling and wrestling with his anger. And and he said, you know, he was he was kind of overcoming um, and and getting the upper hand of the anger. And and, and then he said, then he learned that this kid, this 14 year old student (laughs) allegedly sexually assaulted someone else when he was supposed to be at home with an ankle bracelet. Like at home, like not not allowed to be back in a school, but he was just transferred to a different Loudoun County school. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The culture isn't coming to help your children. The culture has no interest in sparing your kids or preserving their innocence or protecting their safety. That's a lie. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right, let's go to Chris in Mississippi. Hi, Chris. Hi, Mickey and Will. Hello. Good to talk to you guys today. God bless you. Um, my my question is simple. Um, what is the legal age of consent in the state of Virginia, and why are children who are under that legal age asked to answer a questionnaire about whether or not they're having sex? That's against the law for them to have sex, so you're asking them to admit to a crime. That's exactly right. And and I will tell you this, too. The information that is generated from the survey will not be shared with parents. So parents Mm. won't know. Parents won't know. And and now I would imagine that if it is if it is um, sexual activity among minors, I would imagine that that's treated differently if you've got someone who is of age or I, I don't know. I don't know how that all works, but you're absolutely spot on. But here's the thing. Um, the information will not be shared with parents. So there's no recourse for parents. If you've got a 13 year old um, who does say that they're engaging in sexual activity, um, the parent's not going to know that <laughs> the parent is not going to know that. And, 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 and again, I don't think this survey is administered so that it can protect the kids. Right. I, I just don't think that that's in the purview. I, I, I don't think that that's, you know, that's what they're here to do. I think it's data mining. I think it's just collecting information. We live in a very wicked culture. We live in a culture that is hostile to truth, that hates God, 
before we go back to the phone lines, let me just share with you this scripture. I was thinking about this as we were preparing for this. And, um, you know, Romans chapter eight, verses seven and eight. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Mm. It cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. If you are submitting your kids to people who do not fear God, they don't, they don't, they don't care about what is reprehensible to you. You're, you're talking on two different ends of the court. Yeah. Like that's, (laughs) you you understand what I'm saying? Like, forget about being on the same team. You're on two different ends of the court. Like you're, you're not communicating on the same wavelength. This is not, we, you know, all right. Well, the great, where do we go next? All right. Let's go to Kathleen in Louisiana. Hi, Kathleen. Hey, Will. Hey, Will and Miki. I just uh, have a few comments about the sex surveys. Mm-hmm. Sure. We battled those here in Louisiana. We battled those here in Louisiana for years. And um, uh, first, I want to tell you that that's part of a larger, much more intrusive survey. It's not just the sex survey. It's right. questions about all aspects of their lives. Ethnicity. That's that exactly this- right. Family questions. You're yeah, right. And- Second Amendment, family structure, all kind of crazy questions that they That's have no right. business asking. Um, then I think that while they're trying to abate STDs and um, pregnancies, um, unwanted pregnancies, but they already know that there's STDs and unwanted pregnancies. They don't need to find that out. They already know mm-hmm. the answers to this. Um, it is data mining. And the other thing you mentioned was to opt out and that's a passive thing. In other words, if you don't go and tell them that you don't want your child in it, the child is automatically in it. So That's what right. we always want is opt-in, which is um, m- m- the mandate that the parent would have to agree to the survey. Yes. Mm. And then finally, it's, it's really all about money. And the federal government is giving money for programs based on the answers to these questions. So mm. it, they have Planned Parenthood and all sorts of other wicked organizations are supporting this, and the reason is because they want to get money for programs to teach what? Comprehensive sex education. That's Come the on, Kathleen. Wow. Come on, Kathleen. Thank you Thank so you. much mm-hmm. for your call today. You are absolutely nail on the head here. This is exactly what we're talking about. Comprehensive sex ed. Man, and, and, and let me tell you, parents hear that, and they go back to 1985, They go back to 1990, 1993, when they think of like the old grainy videos of like, you know, you're becoming a woman. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is not what we're talking about. Man, I have I have walked through. um, The Austin Independent School District, Uh, I walked through their comprehensive sex ed uh, curriculum. We printed it out. Huge stack. Will the great you remember this? And I combed through it. I don't have to do that. I don't I don't have to do that. Why why do I do that? Because I feel like I have to do that. Because you need to know exactly what your kids are being taught. I had people reach out to us from Texas saying, "Man, and we did it across three shows. You can go back and find that. Three, we took three shows to go through this." Why? Cuz you need to know. Our culture is not out for protecting your kids. Our culture is not coming to help you. Our culture is not coming to help your children. Once the jungle is set, once it is created, and our kids act like the animals that they have crafted, this is what they have wanted all along, Mm -hmm. they're not coming to help you clean it up. 
No, this dad, Scott Smith, he, he had to get counseling for his daughter. Right. They are left to clean this up. Right. We're out of time. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.